And welcome back to episode number eight of Marty's Illegal Stick. I'm your host, Scott Kinville. I just want to wish everybody out there a happy new year. It's what, January 6th we're recording on today, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Sixth. Yeah, no, January. Well, it's, yeah, it's January yeah, 6th. Yeah, I get my days all mixed up. Yeah. I just know we're past the new year. But we didn't get a chance to wish everybody a happy new year last week, so happy new year, everybody. Um, no Leo this week. He, uh, everything's okay. He's just, he's got an appointment that he could not be here today. So, uh, we, we put him in the press box this week. No, so. no. good spot. Penalty box. <laughs> Penalty box. That's yeah, right. Yeah. He, he's watching the game from the rafters, <laughs> <laughs> but we do have our other usual cast of characters this week. Uh, we got Dave, the save Warner, or what was it? The Duke of, or the Earl, the Earl of... The Earl of Puckett. Puckett, that was it. I wanted to say Puckington for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it works. I, you know? Rich, Rich doesn't know about this, does he? But I like that name. <laughs> <laughs> On Christmas Day, I'd been telling my brother that, I, you know, I'm doing this hockey show and I, I got a name. I had to have a name. Dave the Save is what, you know, Scott came up with. And immediate, he, immediately he said, no, it's the Earl of Puckett. My middle name is Earl, so that's and I don't know where he came up with that. He's a nut job. And you know, every time you say that, all I can think of is that show. My name is Earl. That's all I can think of now. Maybe we better stick with Dave the Save. Yeah, stick with that. (laughs) The Emmy Award-winning Rich Masucci is back. How you doing, pal? Emmy Award-winning. I've got my own little name there too now. Huh? You have got the next pal. That's Uh, doing great, man. And actually, I got to tell you. Uh, New Year's Eve, despite doing the whole like lockdown thing, you know, the whole quarantine, man, we had a good time. We had a really good time. It was, uh, it was something. So yeah. And I think I'm still recovering from that. Eh? I was just going to say <laughs> exactly how much of that do you remember anyway? Uh, well, I, I remember a ball dropping and then not so much. <laughs> and, and then <laughs> you <laughs> dropping. <laughs> and that was laying on your back in your front yard, right? That's exactly right. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully, fully clothed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not going there. Oh, is this yeah. a family show? Yeah. Well, all right. We didn't get too far. So. Yeah. All right. Oh, so anyways, uh, speaking of family, uh, you know, we we just got done with Christy or Christmas. Christy, my wife. I'm thinking about my wife all the time, right? We we're not done with Christy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we just got done with Christmas, and uh, my daughter Maddie got an Xbox One. Oh. I never really pegged her to be in the uh, video game type, but she uh, she decided that she wanted one. I guess all her friends have getting getting the Xboxes and Playstations and all that. So her sister was kind enough to get one for her. Wow. Yeah. And uh, being a cute little kid like my daughter Maddie is, she made out like a bandit at Christmas between gift cards and money and, and whatnot. So when she got this Xbox, she, of course, had to have some games for it. And the first game was? She got three. So she went and got some Minecraft game. I don't know. It was yeah. something all the kids are playing. Call of Duty, which kind of scares me. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know. She's not going to be a fireman, that's for sure. Well, you know, it, <laughs> I'm partially to blame because I, I got her a, a Red Rider BB gun for Christmas, too. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. Rich, everybody's going to have one of those, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we need a SWAT team down Little Falls Priest. <laughs> but anyways, the, the other one, and she got it for, for me. NHL 20. Have you played it? Uh, you know what? It's only got one controller, so I, I tried the, the Xbox. But you know the thing about these Xboxes, especially this Xbox One? Apparently, there's like a shortage of controllers or something like that. Because it only really? comes with one controller. And you have to buy the other one? I, I don't. 
it's been so long since I've been into video games. I don't know, you know, but they used to come with two. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And, um, you know, I got to tell you, I am not good at these modern games. I am really, <laughs> really not. I, uh, I must be getting too old for this. Uh, they've gotten complex. These well, kids just pick that stuff they up. They have, you know? you know, these, these games now, I mean, it used to be, you, you, you moved your character around and, you know, but now you, you have to like drink water for them. You have to, you know, I mean, everything it's ridiculous. Oh right. But, you know, that got me to thinking, you know, about all the, the fun video games we used to play when we were kids, back in the simpler times, right? Are, are we talking Pong or? <laughs> I'm, that's you, not, not quite me. Okay. <laughs> Richie's dating me, help me here. <laughs> you walked right into that one. <laughs> but anyways, you know, back when we were younger, we used to have, a, there was just tons of fun sports video games. And I got to thinking, you know, since this is obviously a hockey show, why don't we talk about our favorite hockey video games? You know, kind of like we did with the movie show. Yeah. So what this means is after we're done with this show, Rich, you know what's going to happen, right? Dave's going to go out and buy every video game system. He's going to load his he's going to load his house up with video games. Yeah. Rich doesn't know that I've already watched Miracle. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he liked it. And my wife liked Good. it. Oh, she see, loved it. You're, you love that. <laughs> Oh, that's great. See, we're going to make a hockey fan out of you yet. I, can see I it. think we're already there. I was looking <laughs> I was looking for a couple other hockey movies, and I can't remember which one it was. Where's the one where the guy's supposed to be the enforcer, and he gets oh, a goon. Goon, yeah. Well, hey, you know what's that got, tonight? That got, pretty, that got pretty bloody pretty quick. My wife was kind of like. Well, tonight, Mystery Alaska's on, on NHL oh, Network. that one you were talking about. So see, there you go. All right. Yep. Where the whole NHL team goes up to the little village in Alaska? Yeah. Yep. But that's a documentary, you know? No, it's not. It's a movie. I thought it was a documentary. Oh, no, no, no. That's an actual movie. Oh, okay. All right. I may but, watch it then. All right. Well, anyways, we got sidetracked here. <laughs> we were talking about movies, and, you know, we could probably do another whole show on that. We go from but, Earl of Puckett to movies. See, I, I, <laughs> you have to get you a director's turn oh, next. God. Anyways. <laughs> so... Like we did with the movie show, Rich, what do you think? We want to just, uh, basically, we'll, we'll list off our favorite games, and then we'll uh, we'll compare the list. How's that sound? I'm, I'm down for that. Okay. I'm, I'm going to warn you right away. You mentioned uh, you mentioned Pong before, and you said that's going to date you. The, my first pick is actually going to date me just a little bit, too. So, so uh, are you mine. ready for this one? This is awesome. <laughs> Go for it. My first one is 1987 Superstar Ice Hockey, which was for the, ready for it, Commodore 64. I was going to say Commodore 64, yeah. (laughs) The floppy disk. uh, Yes, made by Mindscape. And, um, you know, I I was kind of thinking about it. I think that might be the very first game that you could actually set your lines. You you could actually kind of tweak your lines in there, and, um, and you could tell them what to do. So you could tell them either, like, protect or attack. And it, it was... You know, for that time period, for 1987, that was pretty advanced. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, and, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and you know, uh, the thing is, too, as usual with, like, the computer games, especially back then, they were always a little bit more advanced than, like, the home gaming consoles anyway. Oh, yeah. There was always yeah. a little bit more you could do with them. Well, that's pretty cool, though. I've, I'll have to check that out. I've never really heard of it, to be honest with you. It's, it's uh, you know, you're probably going to look at it now, and you're going to go, be like, wow, that is just, that's horrible. But back then, <laughs> it was, like cutting edge and you're like oh my lord and the great thing is anytime there was a whistle like a little picture a little uh, graphic of the ref standing there with his hands on his hip would pop up on the screen and you know you're like okay all right you always felt like he's coming to get me the ref is there 
That's was, awesome. Uh, <laughs> I gotta look cool. that up. Yes, that was great stuff. Um, you know, I'm gonna say my number two, and this wasn't like a, a very good game either in terms of like gameplay. But do you remember Hit the Ice? It, it was an actual arcade game. Yeah, you know, vaguely. It, 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 now, Hit the Ice was a lot like um, uh, NBA Jam, if you remember that one. Yep. You know, he's heating up. Right. Kind of the same. Kind of the same premise. You could do four players and you would add the quarters, which of course, you know, add another quarter for two more minutes. They, they would just basically like soak you dry. Yeah. Like we're it was just there. a big scam is all it was. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, what was great about that game was uh, almost like you said a little while ago, you said, uh, I'm not good at these modern games because there's just too much going on with, uh, with this game. You could just sit there and you could just mash the buttons. And that was the beautiful thing. Your options were literally like left, right, up, down, mash the button. And uh, <laughs> and that's what made it so great because, you know, you could punch people, of course, right? You <laughs> punch people. And you would just sit there and you're mashing on the button. You're knocking everybody out. And at the same time, the audio for that game, they would yell out. You'd hear like people in the crowd or, you know, like the players themselves going, you bum. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you're there. Yeah, like why I oughta. Oh, it was was great. It was good stuff. Um, so probably right along the same lines, my number three game uh, would be Blades of Steel. Blades of Steel. Yes, I was gonna say. I think everybody knows Blades of Steel. (laughs) That that was the first game where they actually hauled you to the penalty box if you lost the fight. That's true. Remember that? That's very true. You get in the fight, they beat the, the crap out of you, so, and then they haul you off to the sin bin. Yeah, not only do you get reconstructive surgery, you get to go sit in a penalty box, too. <laughs> but it, what really really sold that game, too, on me was uh, the fact that when they came out of the locker room in the beginning, they had, like, a little skate around. They played the music, and they would skate around in circles. Someone's played that game before. <laughs> I have it at home still. <laughs> and you still play it, right? I, occasionally. Yeah. You know, remember that game too? Remember between the second and the third periods, you could play the, the greatest video game on the, on the scoreboard screen? Oh, that's right. I forgot remember about that? that. It was a game yeah. within a game. Uh, wow. You know, that's a thing now. Like, they've, they've, they've borrowed from that idea. That's a big thing with games these days. There's a game and a game, like all these little side games. So maybe Blades of Steel was the first one. They got to start giving credit to that game. There you go. And you know what the best well, part is? That game wasn't licensed by the NHL, so they all could, they they kind of just went with the, the city names. Yes. But yep. Some right. of the some of the uniforms sort of matched up. Some of them didn't. <laughs> but, what, if I remember right, there was one team with was, was like solid neon blue or something yeah, like that. It was yeah, really, that was like Toronto. It was like they just came out of yeah. like a radioactive chamber or something. <laughs> A lot of those games, you know, they were fun, but you look back on them, you're like, ooh, what were we thinking? <laughs> I know, right? But, but that was the game you were going to pay 60 bucks for, too, back then. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, I would have. Because remember, remember um, how ridiculously expensive that, the that was Nintendo a lot of games. money. Back then, you bet it was, absolutely, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, you'd go into, like, uh, like KB Toys yeah. or something like that when, when they were still around. It, like, the, all the cartridges, they had the cartridges behind the behind the desk behind the counter and you would ask for it they'd pull it down it's like it's 55 dollars sold i'm yeah, down right? <laughs> I, did, I had to deliver papers for three months without spending any money to get that game but i'll tell you <laughs> what, what are the games yeah. costing now because i've not looked about the same i think so they really haven't gone up no mm-hmm. no 
So it just tells you just how, how cheap the materials are that they're making them with, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so let me see here. My number four, my number four game, and, and again, this is this is an oldie but goodie, uh, just regular 1988 Nintendo ice hockey. Yeah. And and the, the, the thing about this game was you could pick like the size of your guy. And I'm probably going to sound like totally politically incorrect here, but you can pick the, the fat guy, this, the, the normal guy or the, uh, or the really, really skinny guy. Yep. And the skinny guy was super fast. He was like a total burner. But, but if you he sneezed at him, he fell down. <laughs> yeah, he bounced around like crazy. The big guy, we'll call him big to be correct here. The big guy was super, super slow. But, man, he was a tank. You couldn't knock that guy out if you tried. And uh, and then you just had your, you know, your, your kind of like normal build guy. And uh, But they would fight. And it looked like they were uh, like slap boxing or something. Because they all jumped in, remember? It was like a, it was <laughs> yeah. like a cartoon fight. Yeah. And then. Yeah. You just hear all these, these the fake punches being thrown, and then you would see some of the players get shot out like a piece of popcorn. Oh, it was great. It was great. Yeah, they would just come sc- scooting out of the pile. It was great. And then the, the computer would randomly pick who lost the fight and, p- and put that person in a penalty box, too. Yeah. Yeah, what's, what's up with that? When you lose the fight, you go to the you go to the penalty box. I don't get that. <laughs> you know what else I loved about that game? In between the periods, it didn't have just mm-hmm. one Zamboni. It had the three. Oh, yeah, they were all doing it. They were all the work. <laughs> but now, as I recall, now I, that was that was a game that was actually made by Nintendo. And if you remember back then with Nintendo games, well, that were actually made by N- Nintendo, I should say, they always mm-hmm. had to figure Mario in somehow. Yeah, that was their thing. So, Mario was in everything. Was he the I, Zamboni driver? I don't think he was the Zamboni driver because, as I recall, the Zamboni driver looked like a, a catcher from baseball. I had the mask on, I think. So huh, was he the no, referee? Gotta play, I, I got to play that now. <laughs> I've got to play that. Come back. That's funny. I, I do I do know that, though. You're absolutely right. <laughs> but yeah, Mario was in everything. Every, yeah. Anything that Nintendo made, Mario had to be a part of it. It didn't mm-hmm. matter. But, you know, it was funny, too, because that was another game that was not licensed by the NHL, so they went with just different countries, remember? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> the um, So, and, and I'm going to tell you, the, the my number one, my number one game was actually, uh, I don't know if this was licensed. I think it was NHLPA. Uh, Hockey 93. Okay. I I absolutely loved that game. And uh, for a couple different reasons. Like, you could fight in that game. That's the one that had, like, while they were skating around on the ice, they would be in, like, a a little star. Do you remember this? Yes. Yes. Yep. And you could actually, like, if you trucked into somebody, if you knocked into them, the guy would lay on the ice ice and he would, like, twitch. Right. Right. <laughs> he did. He's having a seizure on the ice. Yeah, you, you could just knock somebody for a for a loot, and and oh man, that was great. Now, but I have a um, I have a, a really different reason for liking this game. Okay, I won this game. Right, there was like, of course, penguins. There was some like weird <laughs> no <way>. contest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was some weird contest going on, um, uh, and I want to say it was through Pittsburgh Penguins and like Sega or whatever it was at the time. And I actually won a free copy of Hockey 93. And I was so happy. I took it home. And if you had Lemieux and Yager, if you had the Penguins, oh, they were unstoppable. <laughs> That's all you needed. You didn't need anybody oh, else on the team. 
No, they were absolutely unstoppable. And, uh, I mean, the, the passing and everything, just ridiculous. As so, a matter of fact, I bet if you had just had Lemieux and Yager on your team, you could import the big guys from Nintendo Ice Hockey to fill out the rest <laughs> of your team, and you would still probably. win. <laughs> That's probably very true. <laughs> I I took that game, and I brought it down to my buddies. He, my buddy was like, you know, he wasn't a, a real rich guy or anything. So I brought the Sega down there, and I brought the game. And we sat for like a good day just playing this, and I kicked his rear like <laughs> constantly. So, and, and he's not the greatest loser, my friend is. He, he's, he's he's really not. So he's like, oh well, you know what? If I played this game as much as you, and blah blah blah, fine. So I left the game with him overnight. I said, I'll tell you what, you can borrow it. I'll come back tomorrow, and we'll play again. So when I did come back the next day, the first thing he did is he handed me forty dollars. He goes, "I owe you a little bit more than this, but it's going to have to come." And I found out that he had gotten so mad because he was losing. <laughs> he smashed the video game. He smashed the Sega. He, he like destroyed everything. Jeez. Yeah. You sure? Oh, yeah. My you sure it wasn't WWF and that? <laughs> That's an anger management there. You know what's uh, funny yeah. is you mentioned that game. I actually had that game too when I was younger. And you know what I remember about that game? I don't remember so much about the gameplay. I remember the, the cartridge itself because it had, I remember it had a, a picture of the, the Kings and the Bruins playing. It was the Kings in their, their old white, uh, silver, and black uniforms hmm. against the Bruins, what was their away uniforms, the gold and black. But the logos were erased because it was NHLPA. Oh, yeah. So, there was no logos on it. It was like, it was sort of like a Walmart version of NHL. <laughs> it looks like they're just wearing plain, yeah. plain white jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, had to, uh, they had to wear the knockoff jerseys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, well, but yeah, those those are my picks. I'm sticking to them. I don't know. They're, very interesting. Like you, I cannot get into the new games. I, I can't, you know, there's so many different buttons and options and you know, and that's 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 so true. And you know, and and for my daughter, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this NHL twenty out. I'm going to. You sure it's for her? <laughs> for my daughter, I'm going to figure this. Out. <laughs> you should see his face, Rich. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine. Yeah, I just don't want my son coming around who's got these all these all these games mastered and all that because it's going to be just complete massacre in the first period once we get a second yeah. controller. But anyways, <laughs> you, I, I will tell you something about playing younger kids. You must cheat. To win. Oh, yeah. You got to pull the controller out no, of the, yeah, I, I mean, mean, anything you can get away with, you must do. That's the only way you're going to win over those kids. I've got it. I've got yes. it. I'm not going to pay the power bill for three months. And when we go to play is when they're going to, you know, I'm going to try, try to time this perfectly so that they shut the power off then. No, research eh, online. How you can, either. No, research <laughs> online. You must do it. I had to do that against my grandson in football. Don't worry, National Grid. I was only kidding. <laughs> Your check's in the mail. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyways, that that's really interesting. I, I, I like that. And uh, yes. I'm going to give you my list. We're going to actually overlap on a couple of them. But okay. I'm going to I'm going to start from the bottom, go to the top, just like you did. And, you know, I was I was just busting on Dave about dating himself with Pong. But this one's really close to that era. Okay. Number, my number five pick is in television hockey. Oh, my word. In television. Now, you remember in television? <laughs> I do yes, I do. It, it was like the top the top uh, graphic gaming console from like the early 80s. We actually had it. And so, obviously, we were, we were always hockey nuts back then. So, that in television, hockey was like one of the first ones we bought. And it was it was just kind of like box hockey. You know, <laughs> the, the goalies looked like robots. 
And to check, you had to actually pick the, the, the character picked the stick up behind his head and swung it at the puck or the player, whichever one. You know, it was so primitive. And when you got put in the penalty box, it was like all his gear. He, he suddenly wasn't wearing his gear anymore. He was just like, like the dude sitting at the bar in the, over in the corner of the lounge. <laughs> so it's break time. <laughs> primitive, choppy, but I'll tell you, when you're six years old, it's awesome, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> so... There's my number five pick. Uh, number four, I went with Blades of Steel. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, as much of a classic as it was, looking back, and I, got, and I still have it, but the, the gameplay sucked in that. Oh, yeah. It was, it was no, terrible. No that. You know, yeah. <laughs> but still, the, the graphics at that time were so advanced, it was it was like you thought you were at the arena. But, you know, <laughs> but hey, listen, I got really good at Gradius that way, too. So What is it? Greatest, greatest. That was that was the other because that was made by Konami. Remember, so oh, Blade of Steel was a Konami game. Okay, and they, they, they were like the hottest game maker at the time. Remember, they had like Contra and Castlevania. I do, I do remember Contra. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how could you ever forget Contra? Right. <laughs> I still have the the cheat code logged in my head. It'll never go away. <laughs> you know, there's a few things that are going to be locked into your head for the rest of your life: your childhood phone number, your social security number, and your the Contra cheat code. You'll never forget. No it. doubt. I, I, I'm literally going to be like Citizen Kane on my deathbed with Rose, but I'll be like, uh, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. Uh, number three, I have NHL 04. Oh, okay. And I'll tell you, because once you got into, like, the 2000s, the NHL series from EA Sports was pretty much the same. Hmm. You know, it wasn't many tweaks to the to the gameplay, but I got to go with 04 for sentimental reasons, because uh, way back in the day, a couple of buddies of mine, we and we, we used to have NHL 04 tournaments, like on a nightly basis. We were that that was what we did. It was our jam, right? <laughs> yep. So one of my buddies, he was he was married and his wife worked nights, so he obviously stayed home to to watch the kids. And you know, once the kids went to bed, hey, come on over. You know, we'll drink some beer, we'll play some video games. You know, one of those deals. And it was constantly on, right? So we had this little plastic trophy that we played for. We called it the Holmes Cup. <laughs> right? It was it was incredible. And it, the funniest story is, remember, you were just talking about your buddy there breaking your video game? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, what was it? NHL 93, right? Yeah. So one of the buddies I used to play with comes over one night, and he went and he spent like $80 on this advanced. It was for PlayStation 2. Okay. Mm, so, okay. Is this the most advanced controller there was? You know, it was the first like vibrating controller. Remember the ones that when you hit the thing shook and, and the whole works, right? I think, Yo, he, yeah. I, I think he thought he was actually going to be able to be like an air traffic controller with this thing. No, no. <laughs> All we heard from him, I'm bringing this over. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat you guys into the ground with this thing. This is going to be, it's over. You guys are done. He lost every single game that night. Now, <laughs> now this is in the middle of the winter. So finally, about one o'clock in the morning, he's so aggravated that he takes the controller out in my buddy's porch, and he's got a stone porch, and he throws oh. it and he smashes it. Oh, all, and, and the thing just goes flying into about I'd say at least twelve thousand different pieces. <laughs> my, my buddy who owned the house actually picked up the pieces that were in his yard that melted <laughs> over in the spring and covered with mud, of course. And he handed them into a box. He's like, "You want your controller back?" You know, oh, but, but you know, just, just fun memories, right? Uh, let's see. Number two, I went with Nintendo Ice Hockey too. How do you, how oh, do you yeah. not? Right? Yep. I almost made that my number one. I almost did, but uh, again, the um, 
just for sentimental reasons alone, I love that game. But the the gameplay itself just wasn't uh, wasn't exactly there if you really look back on things. But oh I, yeah, yeah. I'm very surprised that this number one did not make your list. Hmm. NHL '94. I thought about it, but it's so close with the '93. They're, they're right there. Right. '94 was was a great game, an outstanding game. It was like it was the classic. It's the all time classic. Yeah. Yeah. With the siren and the referee. Did you know that there's <laughs> Detroit, actually... the siren was on that too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's actually an, an NHL 94 tournament every year. I don't know if they had it this year because of the pandemic. But it's... Wait, they, they still have it? Yeah. People from all over the world gather, wow. and they, they have an NHL 94 tournament. I watched a documentary on it. It was, I'm like, wow. You do a lot of documentaries. You know that. I don't have much of a life, Dave. Okay, uh, all right. Just check them. <laughs> <laughs> so I watch a lot of TV, okay? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, NHL 94 is the all-time classic. It doesn't matter whether you had it for Super Nintendo or Genesis. It was it was that, and as I recall, that was the first game where you could actually, you, you didn't set your lines with the players, but you could pick what lines was going, were going out there. Or could you do oh, that in 93? Right. Yeah, you could. Yep. I mean, it was, it was, it was an advanced scientific uh, revelation for us at that time. But it used to be if you because there was earlier games that had line changes, but the computer did it for you, as I recall. Yeah, you're so right. So line it's one and then line two. Well, this one you could actually, if you had line one out there, okay, I want my checking line out there. I think it was you hit select and the the drop down came up and you picked which one you wanted. So, so that's yeah, what that, I. That was a great game. Ninety four was it was probably that might be the greatest, uh, the one that everybody looks at as the greatest. I think so. so. I, I yeah. But you know, I'm sure that uh, you know, as us as us older guys go on, our, our NHL '94 and all our older games are going to fade off into obscurity, right? <laughs> they can't. Funny, They're classics. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because nowhere in any of our uh, any of our our picks there it, anything recent. There's no. nothing recent from any of it. <laughs> Not at it's all. all. From like 40 years ago, we barely <laughs> made the 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> Heck, they'll be picking NHL 2024 here shortly. True, oh, it's the top man. game. We're, yeah. not, we're not that far away, and I'm gonna have to learn how to play that. Yeah, Good that'll luck. be all AR. <laughs> yeah, right. That'll be yeah. It will be. Oh, I don't know if we really but, want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny though. It's it's almost like uh, they they added too many features. I remember with the Maddens. Remember, I used to yes. love the Madden game. And then all of a sudden it was like quarterback vision and this and that. Like, yeah, what's going on? Here? And then hot routes. And it's like, oh my God, yeah. this is way too much going on here, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, before we end our little uh, segment here about the games, I do have to give one honorable mention if I can. Absolutely. But it, bubble hockey. You know what? Not, necess- not necessarily like a video game, You're- but it's. <laughs> An arcade game. It is, yep. and I, I was actually thinking that too. It's it's funny how great minds think alike. There you go, <laughs> it, and especially that bubble hockey game you got in your garage. I sold it. I sold you the what? bubble. You I sold it. <laughs> Blasphemy! And you yes, didn't I even did. call me. <laughs> <laughs> I sold it for like what nine hundred dollars or something, and the only reason I did is because it was like having a boat anchor in the middle of my garage. It was such a monster. You know, I'm going to make you feel even better. I would have given you a thousand. Oh, see, <laughs> well, I know, I know the guy who's got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now it's going to cost me two thousand. Thanks, pal. Yeah. Oh yeah, he 
he took it, he restored it. It's gorgeous. And the first thing it says, like, wow, I kind of want that back now. So. <laughs> Will you take 900 for it? <laughs> I'll give you 925. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> yep. No, that's that's a great call. I was I was actually thinking bubble hockey, but I'm like, ah, we said video games. I'm like, I can't, I can't go back on the rules now. I said, well, but well, yeah. But I'm Rich, you saved the day there. Uh, there you go, my Rich's save of the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was fun. That was fun, and uh, you know, if you're listening, uh, take a look. At, I, I'm sure you can find these games on YouTube because there's always YouTube videos of people playing old video games and stuff. It's incredible. Oh yeah, so, yep. So there it is, our top video games, or top hockey video games of all time. Hope you guys enjoyed that segment. So we're going to be wrapping up segment one here, like we always do, with Breakaway Trivia. And this week's Breakaway Trivia is short, sweet, and to the point. Who is the first NHL player to score 50 goals in 50 games? Who is the first NHL player to score 50 goals in 50 games? The answer when we come back. Visit My Little Falls and stay connected with the latest news information and events in the city. Our mission is to generate interest in the community and connect residents in a more meaningful way by facilitating deeper conversations about how these stories will shape the future of Little Falls, New York. Join thousands of weekly visitors who stay up to date with feature stories, interviews, videos, and our events calendar. It's about timely local news for the community, keeping citizens informed about important issues, telling stories about the people who live and work here, and giving locally owned businesses the opportunity to reach a very targeted audience of local residents and tourists alike. It's a whole new form of media-rich content developed specifically for today's mobile lifestyle and listeners. You can download our iOS app in the iTunes store or sign up for our weekly newsletter. Stop by today at mylittlefalls.com. You'll be glad you did. And we're back to start segment two of Hockey Hot Takes. And as we always start segment two, it's going to be the answer to breakaway trivia. So I'll give you the, I'll give you the question one more time just so you can chew on it. The question is, who was the first NHL player to score 50 goals in 50 games? Any ideas, Rich? No, no, I'm going to say usually Gretzky's a very safe answer to everything, but I don't think that's it. Because it's got to be the I first think, one. Yeah, I, I'm going to say the Rocket. Ding, 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 ding. Congratulations. Did I get one? You got it. Maurice the Rocket <laughs> Richard from the Montreal Canadiens. He scored 50 goals in 50 games in the 1944-45 season. Bam, I finally got one. Nice job. <laughs> Nice it job. Took eight, eight episodes. <laughs> That's okay. Better late than never. <laughs> Do you know any of the other ones who did it? Oh, good Lord. Um, and it should be 50 look, goals in 50 games I'm sure or under. Gretzky did, right? Yeah, he Gretzky did it three did. times. Uh, I can't believe you are struggling with this, at least the next one. Well, I know. I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, terms of, like, other guys. I, I, I'm sure, obviously, Lemieux must have done it. He did it twice, yep. Yeah, um, I, I'm sure Jagger must have done it. No, Maybe. technically he no. did not. Really? No. And you want to know why? Mm. Because of the NHL criteria. The NHL criteria no. for this is 50 goals in the first 50 games of the team's season. Oh, okay. So Jagger did it, but he didn't do it in the 50 games of the season. He did it in the gotcha. 50 games that he gotcha. played in. All right. There's, I feel like I'm missing like old time guys here, though. There's, there's gotta you're be missing a... two, and you're in the right era. 
Help me out. Give me one. Okay. Give me one. So Mike Bossy from the New York Islanders. Bossy. He yes. was the next one after the Rocket, actually. He did it before okay. Gretzky did it. And then mm. Brett okay. Hall. Oh, Brett Hall. Okay. Bossy, man. That, that's that's a great one. That's yeah. Good, that's good trivia. You would have crushed me if, if you said which uh, which player from the Islanders did it. I would have been. I would. Well, you know the the thing with Mike Bossy is everybody tends to forget about him, but when he was playing, he was a, just a phenomenal goal scorer. Yeah, he was. He was great. But his career didn't last that long. I mean, he only played like ten years. Hmm. So I mean, that's kind of why he he gets forgotten a little bit. But when he did play, my goodness, he was just he was dynamite. He really was. Yeah, he was. He was. It's a shame he didn't play longer, but well, what are you going to do? Well, the so, good news is I got my first one. That's so right. <laughs> and uh, I hope you're not expecting a prize. <laughs> no. Actually, I'm planning on ordering some Marty's Illegal Stick stickers. So I'll give you a sticker. How's that sound? All right. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, so that was Breakaway Trivia. That was a lot of fun. On to Hockey Hot Takes. So our first hot take. and I mean, Just an interesting one I saw on New Year's Eve of 2020. Wayne Gretzky got his first ever hole in one. You were telling me about that, and I and I hadn't seen it. That's amazing. That's- yeah, he's he's actually quite the avid golfer. Um, his son-in-law or future son-in-law is uh whatever I don't uh, Dustin Johnson on the PGA mm-hmm. Tour. Um, he's either engaged or married to his daughter Pauline. I'm not sure which one it is. So obviously he's he's getting some really good pointers. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but no, that's that's good. You know, congratulations, Wayne, on the hole in one. Um, hope you get more. Uh, just on a sad note too i just do want to mention that one of gretzky's old coaches john muckler died on january 4th at the age of 86 Uh, muckler was an assistant coach for edmonton's first four stanley cups and was head coach for the oilers 1990 cup win he also coached the rangers north stars and sabers from whom he was also director of operations and he also served as general manager of the ottawa senators so rest in peace john muckler he was a he was a good guy quite the resume too yeah, exactly. No kidding. That's that's quite impressive. Yep. So we're going to bring it back to a good note here. And the AHL is officially back. But it won't yes. look like the AHL we're used to, though. Uh, like we've been talking about, the games will begin on February 5th, but the league has not announced yet how many games the regular season will be. What we do know is that the normally 31-team league will play with 28 teams, and it will be temporarily, temporarily realigned to this way. So I'm going to give you the new divisions, and this is really weird, so so stick with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the Atlantic Division has three teams, the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, the Hartford Wolfpack, and the Bro- uh, Providence Bruins. The Canadian Division has four teams, the Belleville Senators, the Laval Rocket, Manitoba Moose, and the Toronto Marlies. The North Division has the Binghamton Devils, Hershey Bears, Lehigh Valley Phantoms, Rochester American Syracuse Crunch, our Utica Comets, and the Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins. That's kind of a long name for a team, don't you think? Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins, but I, I think it's a perfect name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> the Central Division will have the Chicago Wolves, the Cleveland Monsters, the Grand Rapids Griffins, the Iowa Wild, the Rockford Ice Hogs, and the Texas Stars. And the Pacific Division will have the Bakersfield Condors, the Colorado Eagles, the Henderson Silver Knights, the Ontario Reign, the San Diego Gulls, San Jose Barracuda. Stockton Heat and the Tucson Roadrunners. Now, a quick note on this. Uh, there will be some relocations. Uh, Binghamton will play in Newark, New Jersey, or the, uh, the their parent club, the New Jersey Devils, play. Uh, Ontario Reign will play at El Segundo, California, which is where their parent club, the LA Kings, practice. And San Diego will play in Irvine, California, 
which is where their parent club, the Anaheim Ducks, practice, and Providence will play in Marlboro, Massachusetts. I think they're training some kind of protocols and all that. So yeah. I got to tell you, though, I am thrilled that they're back. I, oh, I really it's be great. am. I'm, I'm just a little bit confused, though, about, like, the you know, there's three teams in this one division. There's, like, seven in another. It, yeah, how, I, how, I don't know how, how that's going to work. I really don't because the NHL, when they realigned, it's relatively even the amount of uh, teams per division. Yeah. So with this, though, I they, they haven't come out with any other details yet. I mean, obviously, there's more coming. And, you know, we do need to point out that there's three teams that opted out for the season. Right. And that's uh, the Charlotte Checkers, the Milwaukee Admirals, and the Springfield Thunderbirds. So the Charlotte Checkers are the Florida Panthers uh, farm team. The Milwaukee Admirals are the Nashville Predators farm team. And the Springfield Thunderbirds are the St. Louis Blues farm team. Um, the Blues have actually reached an agreement with the Utica Comets to send some of their players there, too. So our Utica Comets are actually going to have Vancouver Canucks and St. Louis Blues players this year. Yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. I, I, I actually had to do a little bit of reading on this because the first thing I thought is, how is that going to happen? And turns out that's really not all that uncommon. It's happened in the past. Yeah, yeah. So, there's, they, they, there's teams that have shared farm clubs and – and all that. So, um, it, obviously, they, they think it's all going to work out, which yeah, is, yeah. which is thank God, you know. Um, I didn't realize this, but in the AHL, 19 of the teams are actually owned by the parent club. And the really? rest are, like, independently owned. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like the Comets, for instance. The Comets are actually independently owned, but they're contracted to Vancouver. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, you know. So so, how would that work though? Like, because just from my standpoint, I would think that you know there's only a, a limited supply of players that the that the comets can constantly send up. Yeah, so, well, I mean, it, this this it, year is going to be really weird because remember the NHL teams are going to be carrying what they call a taxi squad, mm, okay. which is you know players I guess that were you know on the on the first tier of being called up if need be. Yeah. So each taxi each taxi squad is going to be four to six players. So there's going to be roster spots open, I guess. And don't forget, too, with the ECHL, which is the, the league below the AHL, there yeah. are teams that aren't playing. So, oh, so, I mean, there's going to be it's, – it's just going to be a jumbled mess, to be honest with you. Wow. But it's going to be well, a good mess because, you know what, we're getting hockey out of it. I was just going to say, <laughs> at least we get games. That's the main thing. And that's no, exactly I'll, it. I'm not going to – yeah, I'll let the big boys sort it out. I am not complaining one bit. But I can tell you no. one thing, though. I will certainly be getting AHL TV this year. Did you know they have a TV package? Uh, I remember they had a TV package. I, I, I've never gotten it before, but yeah. Yeah, because a lot of the, the – obviously, a lot of the teams aren't going to be allowed to have fans in the building. And hmm. that's, actually, that's actually why the, uh, the Checkers, the Admirals, and the Thunderbirds uh, opted out for the season because they determined without having fans in the building, they just – could not meet revenue um, needs, and they just said, "Look, <laughs> we can't do it this year. We'll see you next year." You know. Wow. Uh, so I don't really, I don't. I mean, obviously, the Blues solved their problem by partnering up with the Comets. So we'll see what the uh, the uh, Predators and the Panthers end up doing. Hmm. I mean, that's going to be really something. I mean, we we could potentially see a lot of a lot of NHLers coming down and, you know, obviously going back and forth, but right. I don't know. That, that'll be very interesting. It'll be great for Utica. Yeah, it will. It'll be awesome. And, um, you know, maybe hopefully keep our fingers crossed. Maybe by the time, you know, the end of the season rolls around or the playoffs start, 
and get a few fans back in the building. So yeah, that'd be nice. But it'd hey. be nice to work again down there too. So. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the AHL is back. That's awesome. So <clears throat> it started with helmets in the NHL, and now the sponsorship bug has spread to the naming of the divisions. The NHL has announced that for this season only, or so they say, the divisions will officially be known as the Scotia NHL North Division, the Honda NHL West Division, the Discover NHL Central Division, and the Mass Mutual NHL East Division. What's your thoughts on this? (laughs) Where's the Taco Bell Division, you know? (laughs) Oh, God. I, 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 I just, I hate it. I do. I hate it too. I I, um, I, yeah. I almost needed a bucket when I read this. Yeah, this is wrong. I uh, I I listen. I understand that the, the league is desperate to get revenue into the into the coffers. I understand that part, and mm-hmm. which is why I kind of just let it go with the sponsorships on the helmets. I'm like, okay, just kind of grin and bear it. But yeah. I mean, this is just this is crazy. I I don't you know, name the divisions after a sponsor. The um, Honda Honda division. Oh boy, yeah. Well, you What's know what? I, mass mutual. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it makes me want. To, what is, is that? Insurance or something? Yeah, isn't it's it? insurance. Yeah, well, I think they're headquartered in Springfield, Massachusetts. Well, mm. there you go. See, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, I, I kind of wondered, and, and the more I looked at this, I, I kind of just kind of rumbled around in my head. Now, if you look, like Scotia is a big, big NHL sponsor in Canada. Yeah. Um, Honda and Discover are always been uh, big NHL sponsors. Like you see them plastered on the NBC broadcast all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, Mass Mutual jumped in there too. I wonder, and, I, and I'm just kind of making this up. I don't know for sure. I don't know how sponsorship contracts work. But I wonder if with these sponsorship contracts that they have with the NHL, if there isn't like a, a certain amount of exposure they have to get. And if they're not going to have fans in the building, if there's like a certain like a, a number demographic kind of deal, and yeah. this is kind of like the compromise, I, I don't know. It could be. That's a, that's a very good point because you're you're absolutely right that they do have to hit uh, a certain number in order to to kind of you know fill their agreement. Right. So I wouldn't doubt if that's uh, I wouldn't doubt if that's something. But you know, if they were going to rename divisions, I still want them to go back to the Smythe, the Norris, the Adams, and the Patrick division. Oh yeah, I'm old take school, it old man. School. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, take it old school. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we all agree that we hate that uh, renaming the divisions yep. idea. Good. Mm-hmm. So here's some good news. USA, USA, USA. <laughs> the United okay. States wins the World Junior Championships with a 2 to nothing win over host country Canada in the final. Canada was the runaway favorite to win it all, especially after steamrolling through the rest of the tournament. Did you see any of it? I haven't had a chance to watch any of it, honestly. But I, I've caught some uh, some recaps from you, though, so that's, that's good. I am telling but. you, I have been strung out on this tournament for since before <laughs> Christmas, okay? <laughs> and it has been fantastic hockey. I know I keep banging the drum about how these kids are playing so hard for their countries, but it's true. And yeah. it got down to the semifinals where uh, Canada smoked Russia. And then the United States played Finland, which was a, a great game. It was actually 3-1 to one late going into the third period. And the Finns scored two goals quick to tie it up. And then in the mm. final minute, Arthur Kaliev scored in like like 58 seconds left or something like that to send uh, the U.S. into the final against Canada. Now, the mm. thing okay. you have to understand about Canada is, and, and like I said, Canada literally steamrolled through this tournament. They have an all-star roster up and down. There, There's, you know, no glaring weak spot for Canada. Mm. 
I mean, they, I mean, they they won something that sixteen to two. They won one of their games. It was just it was it was ridiculous. Sixteen to two. Oh yeah. I mean, it was. Oh my lord. <laughs> and I think they were trying to take it easy in the third period. It just you know when you shoot the puck and it goes in, what are you going to do, right? <laughs> I can't not score. What's going on here? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> well, we got to try to hit the post, guys. What's going on? But uh, I, I wonder if with Canada, if having such an all-star loaded team didn't end up hurting them in the end, because they really faced no adversity in this tournament until the final against the U.S., which mm. the U.S. matched up pretty well with them. And you know, you, you know what I mean, though. Like sometimes you see these teams that are just so loaded with stars. Yep. That suddenly, when you hit a bump in the road, everybody kind of looks at each other. It's like, well, now what do we do? You know what I mean? No. Are, are you talking about the uh, two years ago with the Tampa Bay Lightning? <laughs> Did the same thing they had. Just you know, a, that's a great uh, analogy. <laughs> yeah, an all-star roster, and then they got in the finals and got a little bit of adversity going. And like, oh, chokes. <laughs> oh, and they, oh, yeah, yeah and, but they they got beat by Columbus in the first round, and they got swept. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I mean, I, I'm telling you, sometimes I just don't think that it's a good idea to have have a team loaded with all-stars. There's nothing wrong with having a lot of great players. Yeah. But I think sometimes you need those, those, those you know, unsung heroes, so to speak. I agree. I absolutely agree. You, you also need those those situations where you got to, you know, you, you have to be able to, like, dig down. You know, they, and... need, they need their Rocky Balboa moment. They do, they do. You know, not, yeah. not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many. Times That's right. They need to, they need to be sitting in the corner going, "Cut me, Mick. Cut me." <laughs> <laughs> they need to they, eat thunder and crap lightning. They needed their the Adrian. Damn it, <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> oh, oh, that was fun. And like I say, congratulations, Team USA. All right, we're going to wrap up segment two with our website of the week. Website of the week is brought to you by 315hockey.com, which is your news hub for all levels of hockey in central New York. This week's website of the week is www.thedraftanalyst.com. This is a handy site for news on all prospects from all over the world, whether they are drafted or not. They also have quite an interesting podcast. Just make sure the kids aren't in the room as the air can get a little blue on this podcast. Uh <laughs> If you're into prospects and all that, I, I highly suggest you check this out because it, it really is interesting. Um, and Steve Corianos, I think, is the, the guy who hosts it. Uh, like I said, if you listen to the podcast, just put the headphones on. <laughs> a little bit uh, liberal with the F-bombs, but that's uh, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> oh, so it's that's, hockey. Hey, that's right. <laughs> What's a hockey or a hockey game or a hockey discussion without a few F-bombs, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, that's it for Hockey Hot Takes. After the break, we're going to come back with our Zamboni time machine. Need to find that gift for someone special? Visit Little Falls Presents at the Stone Mill and Canal Place. Stop by today to find unique artist work, T-shirts, coffee cups, gift towels, greeting cards, tote bags, koozies, and original oil paintings and prints. It's all about the art of the gift. For more information, visit mylittlefalls.com slash shop or call 315-508-5310 for details. And we're back. It's time for the Zamboni Time Machine. Now, before I get started, I'm just going to tell you right now, you already heard this name once in the podcast. Everybody ready? (laughs) All right. This week, the Zamboni Time Machine takes us back to Montreal, Quebec, on St. Patrick's Day in 1955 for the Richard Riot. The cause of the riot actually started four days earlier on March 13th during a game between the Boston Bruins and the Montreal Canadiens. 
Bruin Hale Laco would clobber Canadian superstar Maurice the Rocket Richard in the head with his stick, sparking a brawl between the two. The linesman who tried to break up the fight would end up in the receiving end of a fist from the Rocket and fell to the ice a bloody mess. Richard striking the official prompted NHL president Clarence Campbell to suspend the Rocket for the rest of the regular season, as well as the soon-to-start playoffs. The Canadians' next game against the Detroit Red Wings on March 17th at the Montreal Forum, and to say the crowd was hostile was an understatement. To make matters worse, President Campbell, who was the most hated man in Montreal for suspending Richard, attended the game. Back then, there was no such thing as luxury suites or box seats, so Campbell had to sit in the very crowd that despised him, and they certainly didn't hide their feelings. The league president was subjected to a tidal wave of verbal abuse and had tomatoes, shoes, and other objects thrown at him. <laughs> I'm just picturing all this. Right? <laughs> I had I had that quick vision of President Bush ducking the shoe. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know where that came from. New visual. New visual. Yeah. Uh, the coup d'etat, however, came at the end of the first period. With the Canadians losing 4-1, to one, someone exploded a tear gas bomb in the arena, forcing the crowd to evacuate. <laughs> what? Hey, listen, they take their, their hockey seriously. Yeah, they... okay. uh, Montreal police did an incredible job of getting Campbell to a secure area on the form, but could do nothing to stop the riot that was breaking out. The chaos <laughs> would spill out into the streets, and the Richard riot, or Le Faire Richard in French, was on. All night long, stores were looted, vehicles were burned, and windows were broken all over downtown Montreal. <laughs> The next day, Richard himself went on Montreal radio to urge calm, which worked as the rioting stopped. As a result of the riot, Montreal was forced to forfeit the game. The Canadians would end up facing the Red Wings in the Stanley Cup final, but without the Rocket, they would go down in defeat, a rarity for the Canadians in the 1950s. And that, my friends, concludes this week's trip on the Zamboni time machine. That's good stuff. (laughs) Now, you know... I shouldn't laugh, but wow. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? Now, crazy. You keep this in mind, too. Now, I said this was 1955, right? Yeah. Now, the Canadians were playing the Detroit Red Wings the night of the riot. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, as we said last week, just a year prefer- a year prior, the Red Wings played in a prison. Oh, my Lord. So that's where they got all their experience. So they, they must How have been like, oh, that's right. Well, this is no big deal. Don't worry. <laughs> We've been in prison we, before we, playing hockey. Don't worry about it. We've been in worse spots. It's yeah. all right. <laughs> they just stayed out there on the ice they even when they, they tried to head back. Like, oh. yeah. yeah, cool. <laughs> How come nobody sold us any hand leather wallets this time? What's going yeah. on here? Tear gas. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Well, all because he was suspended. That's it. Wow. That was All I can imagine. Is sitting in that crowd. <laughs> why would you do that to yourself? Why would you go well, that's, sit that's with just the people why, that hate you? Why would you go to that game? I, I don't. I, you know. I mean, I understand that the at that time the league offices were in Montreal. Yeah. And they, I guess he usually did go to to Montreal Canadiens games, right? But knowing that you had a, a crowd that wanted to kill you, <laughs> literally. But I'm just going to go anyway. They, they won't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, that's all we got for this week, folks. Uh, if you want to drop us a line, you can send us a message via our website, www.martysillegalstick.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Marty's Illegal Stick Podcast. For Dave Warner and Rich Masucci, I'm Scott Kinville. Thanks for listening. And the next time we're back, the NHL will be back too. See ya. Yeah.